Welcome and thank you for joining us at short notice. Not too many moments ago, I was subpoenaed by Speaker Voss and asked to go to a strip mall in Brookfield to speak to Attorney Gableman behind closed doors about the 2020 election and to bring with me hundreds of thousands of pages of documents. I believe that this subpoena is a mockery. If this was a serious investigation, it should be treated seriously. I am always happy to walk the two blocks to our state capitol and address the speaker or any committee that he might choose. But these issues should never be discussed behind closed doors in a strip mall. They should be discussed openly and in front of the public and the media the way that I am doing right now today. If I were invited up to the Capitol to have that conversation with the Speaker or any committee, I would tell Speaker Voss that Madison ran a completely transparent, fair, and safe election in the middle of one of the worst pandemics our nation has ever faced. In April of 2020, we had 1,400 poll workers pull out due to safety concerns. And we recognized that we were going to need more resources to train and pay new poll workers to help us deal with an absolutely unprecedented influx of absentee ballot requests, and then to process those absentee ballots, and to open and staff curbside voting locations across the city, and to install drop boxes in front of our fire stations, to make sure that people had a safe and secure option to return their ballots, and to otherwise make sure that both poll workers and the public were kept safe from COVID-19. When the legislature failed to provide any resources to Wisconsin communities to help run safe elections, we, along with many other communities in this state and across the nation, applied for funds from a respected not-for-profit group called the Center for Tech and Civic Life. There were 216 Wisconsin communities that received funding from the Center for Tech and Civic Life. 49 cities received grants. Those cities include Brookfield, where I've been asked to appear in a strip mall, Fond du Lac, Janesville, Waukesha, Marionette, and many more. 49 villages were funded, including Palmyra, Iron Ridge, and Endeavor. 101 towns were funded, including Peshtigo and Milton. 16 townships received funding, including Troy and Lima. And Marathon County also received funding. I'm not sure, because honestly, I'm not sure about anything on this investigation, but I don't believe any of those communities that I just named are being subpoenaed and asked to show up in a strip mall in Brookfield. And I can't speak for those communities, but here in Madison, I can say that I am proud that we secured the resources we needed to pay our poll workers a pandemic bonus and to make sure that our elections were fair, safe, and fully functional. I am proud 
that we secured 14 bright blue drop boxes like many other states and cities across the nation did to facilitate pandemic voting. I am proud of our city clerk, Mary Beth Wetzel-Bell, and every single clerk in this state who rose to this unprecedented challenge. I am proud of every Madison poll worker, from the seasoned veterans to the unemployed restaurant workers to the high schoolers who stepped in and stepped up to make sure that we could open our polling places and who made sure that voting was safe. Thanks to all of these folks, there were zero outbreaks of COVID-19 associated with our elections here in Madison. Unfortunately, after the election, there was an outbreak of almost, almost immediately, of false and self-serving and unsubstantiated claims about improprieties in our election. After the November 2020 election, these unfounded allegations exploded. The Trump campaign requested a partial recount. We were happy to comply. There is a full recount of the presidential election in Dane and Milwaukee counties, and the results were upheld by the courts. There have already been rulings in court on many of the allegations that Attorney Gableman is supposed to be investigating. And no wrongdoing by Madison or any other municipality has been found. A Wisconsin federal court upheld the Center for Tech and Civic Life grants as legal, as did courts in many other states. And so I think the burden is on Speaker Voss and Attorney Gableman to defend these subpoenas and why they are necessary. This constant bashing of Wisconsin elections and of our wonderful clerks and poll workers is taking a toll. It's taking a significant toll on their time, distracting them from their current duties and preparations for future elections. It's taking a toll on their time by making them deal with endless and costly open records requests and with people marching into their offices to examine record after record. And it's taking a toll on their health and their peace of mind. Our clerks have received death threats. They've received harassment. This is unfair and it's unprecedented. Our poll workers and our clerks across the state of Wisconsin do an incredible job. And they should be thanked, not harassed. This constant rehashing of the 2020 election is not only demoralizing for our clerks, it is corrosive to our democracy. There is no wrongdoing to investigate which justifies Sabina's and interrogations. And although they may not like the laws that they are investigating, that is what they are investigating. How clerks complied with election laws that were in place at the time of the election. The legislature's attempts to change those laws is an acknowledgement that the clerks followed the law in place for the election. And I have to say, there's a lot of Republicans that won elections using those same laws, the same ballots, 
the same voting equipment, the same polling places that voters used to elect President Biden and other Democrats. Either all of those elections were legitimate or Republican legislators, including Speaker Voss, were not legitimately elected. I understand that Attorney Gableman said yesterday that he does not understand how elections work. On that, we can agree. I'd be happy to take your questions. Uh, well, we have it here. We have copies if anybody would like to look at it. Um, you know, I'm always happy to go anywhere and talk with anyone about what a good do job we did here in Madison on the 2020 election. I would say that all of you and through you, the public, should be invited to that conversation as well. So if I'm going to go to Brookfield and spend my time in a strip mall answering questions, I think that room should be open to the public, and I think it should be open to the press. Other questions? It's an excellent question. I really don't know what Attorney Gableman is trying to get at here. This investigation is off to a sort of unprecedented start. The letter on preserving evidence went to the Wisconsin Election Commission instead of to clerks where it should have been received. When he finally communicated with clerks, he used an unsecured Gmail account that wasn't in his name, causing it to go to our spam. Uh, and some of these documents that he's working off of were reportedly drafted by campaign operatives. The cover letters that we saw last Friday had the wrong city's name on them. And last night, reportedly, he went into a Green Bay public meeting and told folks that he had already subpoenaed me and other mayors. But I received this this afternoon. So I... I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what kind of investigation he's running, and I have no idea what they think they're going to get out of it. As I said, I'd be happy to go anywhere to talk to anybody about what a good job we did on Madison's elections. I'll be there, but I hope that you can come with me. Because every single one of you, your colleagues in the press and the public, should all be in that room. We have already turned over many, many documents relating to the election uh, through various open records requests. The level of request here is unprecedented. We're going to do our absolute best, but honestly, uh, we have already spent hundreds and hundreds of staff hours working on this. And I, it's not clear to me if it is physically possible to comply with the deadlines that they're asking for. That's what it appears to me. I'd be happy to walk you into the room, though. I really do think that this is the kind of thing that the press deserves to be at. If we're going to have an investigation into our elections here in Wisconsin, it should be in that building, and it should be open to the public, and it should be open to the press. Well, you have a copy of the subpoena, but I'll share with you that they are asking for literally any and all documents pertaining to election administration in the city of Madison. Anything between the clerk's office, my office, 
uh, other cities, the Wisconsin Election Commission. I mean, we're talking about reams and reams of documents that are involved in running a regular election. Uh, I, this is an unprecedentedly broad request, and I really don't know what they're looking for here. So we're going to ask uh, for better guidance, uh, but they, it's a very, very broad request. Uh, honestly, I'm not sure. I've been on a number of different um, public events where I've been talking about Madison's elections and uh, the process of running a pandemic election. So I honestly don't know who was registered for any of those events and whether staff from other places were present or not. Um, but I've been invited by a number of different organizations to speak to our election experience. And uh, I really can't tell you who was registered for those events or not. Yeah, I mean, I speak regularly with mayors from all around the country, including here in Wisconsin. I've been at a, at a number of events um, with the mayors of the four cities that are mentioned, but also uh, likely of the other, what was it, 216 Wisconsin communities um, that received funding. I mean, I attended the League of Wisconsin Municipalities events. Um, again, I'm on a number of different presentations and Zooms with people from other communities, and I honestly don't know how many of those communities were represented at those events or not. But yes, I have a lot of contact with other mayors. It's part of my doing my job. Other questions? Honestly, I have yet to talk to any other mayors about these subpoenas, so I don't know how they feel about them. But I would imagine that, you know, they think it's kind of ridiculous, as I do. It's, it, you know, we need to run safe elections. We need to better fund those elections. And cities, municipalities in Wisconsin have been put in a place by the state legislature where we do not have sufficient resources. And so it's incumbent on the state to help us fund safe, fair elections. Uh, and if they're not able to do that, then we are going to be in a position where we have to look for resources in other places. Any other questions? It is. It was hand delivered to uh, to our office. Yeah. In fact, you can probably see on the copy, hand delivered at one ten p.m. Anything else? All right. Thank you very much for coming. I sincerely hope uh, to see you all in Brookfield or at any other event where we discuss the Wisconsin elections. Thanks for coming.